days when we were young and carefree, we never even bothered to ask who we are or who we should be. We just existed with no resistance. We were superheroes then. But times have changed and wars are raging underneath our skin. We're dodging bullets and holding ground, pushing, pulling, and weighing down. What happened to that cape I used to wear? Is it out there? Is it out there? And if you find it somewhere inside me, help me see it, cause I should be flying. I want to be a superhero again. And finish this war under my skin. Oh, but history has shown us that when times are getting hard, it's time for us to grow and see exactly. The morning after the storm is always brighter than the rest, right? Especially when you know you passed your test. But the tests are only standardized in little public schools where they've given you all the answers and prepared you with the rules. And I don't think that life on earth is set up quite the same. It's every man out for himself until we make things change. Can we make things change? So give me one thing, something please, just a glimmer of hope. I'm a I'm not the superhero today. Are you ready for the end of the world? Mwahaha. This is your community spirit, a show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. You know what? Let's bring back the circle again. Circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle 
of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. Uh, you know what? This is your community spirit. We're coming at you live, local, in your face, right here at WDBX 91.1 FM, Community Radio for Southern Illinois. That song was Superheroes by Danny Shea. Uh, all about finding your inner superhero. Now, that's a theme I can relate to as a real-life superhero. Uh, all about finding acceptance for who you are also. Something I can also relate to. Well, that was a good way to get us started off this morning. Uh, as you may have noticed, if you are a regular listener, I am not, in fact, Ord Energymon. He's usually here at the controls here on your community spirit. But he is off on an adventure. And this isn't just any old adventure. Uh, this is the Midwest Renewable Energy Fair. And the Midwest Renewable Energy Fair is our first tidbit of news today. Each year, the uh, MREA Energy Fair transforms rural central Wisconsin into the global hotspot for renewable energy education. The Energy Fair brings over 20,000 people from nearly every state in the U.S. and several countries around the world to learn, connect with others, and ready them for action at home. The Energy Fair is the nation's longest-running energy education event of its kind. Now, this energy fair features over 275 exhibitors, uh, all sorts of sustainable living and clean energy stuff out there. They've got over 200 workshops, the uh, Clean Energy Car Show, a green home pavilion where they show uh, building and remodeling in a sustainable way. Uh, they've got green building demos, sustainable tables, uh, inspirational keynotes, uh, lively entertainment, great food. They've even got local beer up there. Uh, and Orr is going to be one of the speakers there. Uh, he's also got his booth there for uh, Advanced Energy Solutions. So next week we should hear all the stories about how the uh, Midwest Renewable Energy Fair went. And it's exciting to hear that going on because the world could certainly use some renewables these days. And they're up there right now figuring out how to make that happen. All right, uh, so let's start getting to some of our uh, news for today. Uh, that was our top story, is the Midwest Renewable Energy Fair. Let's see what else we've got going today. We've got, uh, start, start out with some of the, we, we do here on your community, we do gloom and doom with a sense of humor, you know, presenting some of the difficult news of our times, but also finding a sense of humor. But we're going to start out with a little bit of the uh, gloom and doom end of things today. <laughs> and work our way up to some more exciting, energizing stuff. But uh, this is some latest statistics. Uh, humanity's energy dilemma in three easy charts. Now, uh, even with as much radio magic as we have here at WDBX, I can't quite digitally beam these charts to you, but we can talk about the content that they contain. Uh, it's basically an Outlook BP, the uh, energy company. Uh, they put out a statistical review of world energy every year. Uh, to analyze what energy has been used and, based on that, predict how they're going to use energy in the future. Uh, so, so basically, 
the news is that, as you may be su- not be surprised by, there is still growth in the use of energy. Uh, it's not evenly distributed, however. Uh, developed countries like the U.S. are actually expected to plateau in both their population growth and in their, uh, their energy demand as well. Uh, but developing countries are still expected to grow, and they're still growing steadily. Uh, it's not at that point of starting to plateau yet. So uh, energy-wise, this creates some issues. Uh, we have, let's see. So basically, if you've got this energy increase, then you ask yourself, how are we gon- going to satisfy that? Are we going to all convert to renewables? Well, that's, that depends on some policy decisions. Uh, B- BP's perspective is, I guess, pretty bleak on the issue. That uh, if we do if we do nothing, you know, basically the do nothing option, uh, that most of that new need is going to be fulfilled by uh, fossil fuels. So if we do if we take no action, there's going to be even more greenhouse gases in the air. And uh, the third chart they've got here shows their prediction: even if we do take significant uh, policy action to change our policies related to energy use, there's still going to be an increase in the amount of CO2 being put out in the air. And that's currently the, uh, there's a group 350.org that is trying to uh, raise awareness about the fact that scientific predictions indicate that in order to stabilize the climate, we need to get CO2 back down to 350 parts per million. And the prediction from BP is if we change our policies as we're currently discussing, then even that will only bring it down to 450 parts per million. So this is pretty pretty challenging news in the climate arena. Uh, looks like even some significant policy shifts in energy efficiency and uh, changing fuels and uh, carbon sequestration and such still indicate challenges in reaching that 350 goal. Uh, now there are still a couple of options for what could change this. Uh, one is peak oil, for example. Uh, if we do suddenly have a dramatic drop in our ability to get oil, then that will decrease the amount of, uh, amount of emissions that are going into the air. However, that's also not a very fun scenario <laughs> because we would still be hooked on oil, but then it w- the oil would suddenly cost 10 times as much. And the other two options are technological breakthrough if we suddenly develop, uh, you know, magical energy forms that don't currently exist that are almost free and easy to create. <laughs> That would also solve the problem. But the more, the more likely option, and the option that interests me the most uh, as, a, as a fan of popular democracy, is the idea of a, a truly radical global shift in policy. Basically, if all of the countries of the world, all of the people of the world, recognize that climate change does exist and decided to do something about it. So uh, there's actually, if you want to see those charts... You can email me at treesong at treesong.org. We can get those to you. There's also a news website that we often go to for our news, uh, grist, G-R-I-S-T, dot O-R-G, where they have those charts. Um, it's, you might not want to read them right before bed. It's sort of the thing that will keep you awake at night. <laughs> but uh, it is important information, and once we get that information, we can act appropriately.
All right, and some other news for today. Uh, this is something that's actually on a much more upbeat note, and I was excited to hear about this story. Detroit Farm School for Teen Moms has been saved. Uh, there's this school, uh, the Catherine Ferguson Academy. It's a awesome urban farm high school for pregnant and parenting teens, and it has risen from the ashes. Now, for a while there, uh, Mission, Michigan's emergency financial manager decided last week to shutter the school. And the unfortunate part of that is that they've got a 90% graduation rate. Uh, so they were going to shut that down just to save a little bit of money. Seems a little bit uh, unfortunate for education. <laughs> but luckily it's been rescued by a, a private company came in and is continuing it as a charter school that will be open to all Detroit public school students. And uh, it's I really like this school because it's like if you read about this in, in fiction... Uh, you would say, oh, that's, that's silly, that's, that's cheesy, how could something like this actually exist? But it's basically, uh, like in, in general, because of the social issues and economic issues surrounding teen pregnancy, uh, only half of teen mothers tend to have a high school diploma by the age of 22, according to the National Women's Law Center. But over there at Ferguson Academy, 90% of students graduate. And for the past nine years, every graduate has been accepted to a two- or four-year college according to DPS. Uh, and now, it, I find this exciting both because of that exciting success rate, but also this is no ordinary school. At Ferguson, students tend to an award-winning urban garden located on a farm right in the middle of a neighborhood. There's a horse, there are rabbits, there are chickens, and a barn powered by a windmill and solar panels on the roof. So uh, not only uh, does it have a high success rate, but it also sounds probably a little bit cooler than most high schools out there. So it's a wonderful option for those two mothers to, uh, to uh, complete their education. All 
right, so those are some news stories for today. Midwest Renewable Energy Fair, uh, the uh, climate situation going all sorts of nasty ways, uh, uh, young teen moms actually getting a good education. So let's see what we have coming up in holidays. Now, today is the 168th day of the year. There are 197 days left in the year. Well, look at that. We've almost made it halfway through the year. That's pretty exciting. Some of our holidays coming up. We've got uh, the... Today, we've got the UN World Day to Combat Desertification and Drought. That's also pretty relevant to climate change. It's uh, Watergate Day. I get to celebrate the anniversary of certain ex-presidents doing criminal things and embarrassing themselves. (laughs) It's... uh, Work at Home Father's Day today, and it's also Independence Day in Iceland. So coming up on Saturday, uh, Saturday is International Sushi Day. It's also World Juggling Day. Now Sunday is Emancipation Day. It's also Family Awareness Day, Father's Day, so uh, be sure to say something to your fathers out there, give thanks for everything they've done in your life. It's uh, Husband Caregiver Day. It's uh, Juneteenth, uh, related to Emancipation Day. Uh, It's uh, Orthodox Festival of All Saints coming up. Uh, It's War is Hell Day. Now, war war is, in fact, uh, very hellish, so it's good that people are pointing that out. It's not always like it is in the movies. Sunday is also the birthday of Lou Gehrig, the baseball player, and Mo Howard from the Three Stooges. A wise guy, eh? All right, coming up on Monday, it's uh, UN World Refugee Day and uh, Admission Day for West Virginia. I admitted that West Virginia was part of the country. All right, Tuesday is Bo- Baby Boomers Recognition Day, so uh, hopefully the, those baby boomers still have enough memory that they can recognize each other when they see each other on the streets. <laughs> Uh, it's also Go Skateboarding Day, and it's a it's the 21st of June, and it's a big holiday for a lot of people, the whole planet. It's the summer solstice. Uh, it's also known as Midsummer, known by many other names. Uh, in the Southern Hemisphere, if we have any listeners there, uh, well, if we have any listeners there, email me at treesong at treesong.org, and we'll give you a shout-out. But uh, you're down there celebrating winter, uh, winter solstice. <laughs> It's also World Humanist Day, birthday of Martha Washington, the First Lady, coming up on Tuesday. And uh, Wednesday is Anti-Fascist Struggle Day in Croatia. Now, personally, I think every day is a good day to struggle against fascism, but uh, in case you forget about it, on Wednesday, it's especially a day to do so. And Thursday is uh, UN Public Service Day. So a good day to look for volunteering opportunities here in your community. Uh, it's also Let It Go Day. So whatever it is, <coughs> excuse me, that one thing that's been bugging you, that's been getting under your skin, uh, opportunity to let it go.
Sorry about that little buzz there. Uh, you're here at WDBX 91.1 FM, community radio for Southern Illinois. And this is your community spirit. My name is Treesong. Let's see, do we have any community happenings this week? Is there anything going on in uh, Southern Illinois? Um, I wanted to mention uh, last weekend I had a good time at the Superman celebration. Uh, I was under the weather, I was having a migraine, so there were moments of it that were not all that fun, but the Superman celebration itself was a good time. They do that once a year over in Metropolis, Illinois. I have all sorts of cool events, cool speakers there. Uh, just wanted to give a shout out to people of Metropolis for the uh, hospitality that they showed all of us that weekend. All right, so uh, happenings that are coming up. We have one of our steady, regular, your community spirit happenings. Rice and Spice, the international slow food dinner, is coming up tonight at 6 p.m. Guy House Interfaith Center. Uh, this week, Denise treats us to a taste of Malaysia. Her dinners always get rave reviews, so you can come early to help get the cooking done in time and maybe even learn a few of those secrets of how those foods are made. Or you can stay later to help chip away at the mountain of dishes. It's all part of the process of a slow foods dinner. Well, what is slow foods anyway? Well, you know what fast food is, right? Well, slow food dinner, people meet and cook together, taking their time to enjoy the company of others and savor the meal. Uh, now, their series brings culture and cuisine from all over the world to our own table. And it's a fun time there. That's uh, at the Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois, in Carbondale. It's 6 p.m. on Friday, including tonight. Another Friday event that is starting to become a staple of life in Southern Illinois here in the summers, the Friday Night Fair, coming up tonight at 6 p.m. at the Town Square Pavilion. This fair features local, homegrown, and handmade products and services, plus free live music. Uh, Sounds like a good time all around. I've been to that before. All sorts of people out there, all sorts of booths. Pretty fun time. This week's musical performance is by Tomcat Hill Social Club. So not only do you get all those those fun tables, but you also get some free music, too. That's tonight, 6 p.m., Town Square Pavilion on the corner of Illinois and Maine in Carbondale. Thank you. 
quite some other happenings. Saturday happenings, we have the Farmer's Market. The Farmer's Market happens on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to noon when the season is in season, and we are definitely in that season. Uh, it's over at the West Town Mall parking lot, just west of the Murdale Shopping Center on the west side of Carbondale. All sorts of fresh veggies, arts and crafts, people wandering around, talking to each other. It's a good time. Another Saturday event, Vigil for Peace. That's coming up Saturday at noon at the Townsquare Pavilion. That's on the corner of Illinois and Maine in Carbondale. They've been very vigilant out there. They're bearing witness to the costs of war and holding out hope for the promise of peace. Once again, Saturday at noon, Town Square Pavilion in Carbondale. Alright, so we have a few uh, fun outdoor happenings. Got the Murfreesboro Citywide Cleanup. That's also coming up on Saturday from 9 a.m. to 12.30 at Longfellow Park in Murfreesboro. Uh, there's going to be a litter cleanup there. Uh, they meet at Longfellow Park. For more info, you can contact Blaine Ensor at 618-201-9248. Alright, we have uh, some fun outdoors at night. That's exciting. This one is called Night Shift, Bats and Insects. Uh, now, they, the location is to be announced for this one. It's either going to be the Cache River uh, State Natural Area or the Cypri Cypress Creek National Wildlife Refuge. Basically, the goal is to go outside and observe these night creatures during a guided hike. Uh, this is happening from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, tomorrow night on Saturday. For more information, you can call 618-657-2064. You can go out there and listen to the children of the nights. I've heard they make beautiful music. And I wanted to mention one, one little side note here related happenings. Uh, the nightlife. I always check out the nightlife for finding out what's going on here in uh, Carbondale and Southern Illinois. And if you check it out this week, there's actually an article about yours truly. Uh, it's about the novel I'm working on. So uh, you can check that out in the nightlife. You can go to treesong.org also for more info on that. It's exciting times trying to get this novel out there. It's an urban fantasy novel about climate change. 
So if you're interested in that, you know where to go. Treesong.org, or especially check out the nightlife, because it's got all the other goodies about what's going on in southern Illinois, too. I'm going to sneak in one last happening here because I actually went to the place that this happening is about. Now, it's not this Saturday, but next Saturday, but it is called the Trash Bash. Uh, They're looking for some heroes, some some ecological heroes to go out there and clean up some trash. This is a cleanup of the beautiful Cedar Bluff Annex of Ferncliff State Park. I just went out to Ferncliff State Park. It's a very beautiful area, and they're going out there to clean up some of the litter. I clean up a few pieces while I was out there, but I'm only one person, so getting a team together really helps. Going to rendezvous at noon, uh, a week from this Saturday at the Murdale Shopping Center, uh, or at 12.30 at the former Walmart parking lot in Marion. Uh, you should wear sturdy shoes and long pants, and gloves help as well, sack lunch and a water bottle, but they will provide cold drinks. And uh, also, you can show up at 4 p.m. for a bring-your-own-basket picnic at the Hillside Shelter in Ferncliff State Park. For more info, you can contact uh, Bob Tyson at 618-684-5643. That's to sign up and find out more. Sponsored by the Shawnee Group Sierra Club. That's a good time. You get to see a wonderful natural area. Uh, Get to help make it a little more beautiful by cleaning up that litter. And so a week from tomorrow, you know where you can be going to enjoy the outdoors. (laughs) So this has been an exciting and informative episode of Your Community Spirit. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And uh, it's nice out there today, so get out and enjoy the wonderful weather and stay in the shade and the cool water if you need to. And we'll see you back here next week on the radio.